0: Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Monday, going into Tuesday, the 12th and the 13th of December in 2022. And tonight, we'll be uh, having a guest on the show to to talk about uh, the paranormal and uh, listener experiences. And this will be part one of two. As always, you can find all the links to the show, along with links to uh, episodes of the show, I mean along with um, links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page. And that is com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions. Um, let me make sure I will sit here. Okay. um, Or if um you have stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust, happy to uh, either read those or happy to join me on the show to talk about them. And uh, just figured out before the stream started tonight that this is episode 299. So tomorrow will be episode 300. So that... Uh, that seems like a perfect opportunity to try something a little bit different. Tomorrow will be a mix of news and experience stories. So, gonna try that out, see how we like it. And, uh, go from there. And then, of course, um, Wednesday night into Thursday morning, we have Derek, uh, the Night Stalker, joining me to talk about the comic book event, Avengers vs. X-Men. And that will, uh, close out the week. So, um... So yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun i think uh i'm I'm um always happy to have guests on the show, especially first time and um this is gonna be as i said uh the first part in a two part uh thing here uh the other part to be scheduled at a later date um and so i'm gonna be calling it listener experiences and uh and we'll go from there in the episode title but um now that we're done with all that, I would like to welcome uh, Matt, Matt Howell, onto the show. And you can, there you go. Hello,
1: James. How are you doing tonight? How,
0: how are you? Good. Um, you sound great. So thank you for being here. And uh, glad to have you on the show.
1: Yeah, man, I'm glad to be here. I'm a big fan of the show. And uh, I just want to say I know it's a lot of work and a lot of dedication. And I, I really appreciate you uh, doing the show. And keep up with the good work, man. Thank you so
0: much. It's um, it, yeah, it is a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. Um, doing all the research, even though it uh, can literally give me headaches, It's still fun to look into all these things. And so I I appreciate all the support, your support, and everyone else that is listening as well. So um, yeah. So the plan is we're just going to talk about sort of your views and our views of the paranormal this time, and the next time we will get into actual experiences so um, yeah
1: my my yeah. topic my topic tonight is kind of more about how and why kids are more susceptible to paranormal experiences than adults so that's kind of my theme yeah. um, can i just go yeah go ahead uh so i think so as a kid i would see and hear ghosts at a friend's house it was a he had like a legit haunted house And uh, I wasn't the only one that had experiences there. Other people did, too. But as a kid, I I didn't know it was weird. And uh, I told somebody that I saw ghosts at my friend's house. And this is, like, back in the 90s when it was taboo. It wasn't uh, kind of mainstream now. And so this girl, she laughed at me and made fun of me. And everybody found out. And I got made fun of and, and kind of bullied because it wasn't, you know, the people thought I was crazy. And uh, over time, I th- kind of started to think maybe I was crazy because I kept having these experiences, but I had no one to talk to about it. And uh, so I held it in. I didn't want to tell anybody about about it because I didn't want to be considered crazy. And so as I got to be an adult, uh, I still have experiences, but they are few and far between. And Uh, I started listening to like other people's podcasts, other people's stories, like Art Bell and and other stories, and people that had similar stories to me. It kind of, you know, I realized, okay, maybe there's something here. And so I kind of came out of the closet and and decided that maybe I should tell my stories. I don't care really what people think anymore as an adult. And uh, I think it's important that we share these stories because I'm kind of here to be like a, like a beacon of hope like kind of like you too you tell people's stories and I think I want to make it so that it's, it's okay for people I know there's other people out there like me that have had experiences but they're too afraid to tell anybody because they don't want them to think they're crazy and it's understandable <laughs> and so I want people to be able to tell their stories and the goal here is if enough people come out and start sharing their experiences and telling these weird wild stories maybe the scientific community will kind of start taking it seriously and start to do research on it like actual good research on it and maybe we can figure it out because i'm just a regular guy i'm just trying to figure it out just like everybody else but uh that's kind of where i'm at i want i want to let people know i want i want to hear people's ghost stories you know
0: <laughs> yeah definitely and i, I totally understand where you're coming from. I um you know, I I barely told anyone about my experiences as a kid just for that reason. I was never one to just talk to a lot of people just anyway. <laughs> kind of I was kind of uh introverted, even more so than I am now, which may not seem like it considering I do a show, but you will hear that from people that do shows. Um, they do their show but then the rest of the time they're kinda they keep to themselves. But Anyway, um, so I didn't have to deal with as much of that, that bullying and all of that. And I'm I'm sorry that you had to go through that. And and that's not uncommon. And um, it it is. It's sad, and I I definitely agree. We should we should be able to share these stories without people um, ridiculing and. You know, I I have a story about that real quick. I, and it, this I did kind of mention that I was going to do a podcast about all these things at one point to my family. And I had two people that I love. They're my family, my uncle, and my brother. And, um, you know, we were all sitting around at this restaurant one day talking and just, I brought it up and they started joking about it and whether they meant to or not, it, it, it hurt, you know, and, and it got me angry. And so I, did something I never do to my uncle or my brother. Really, I rose, I kind of I not quite shouted, but I talked over them and I said, "Okay, well, I'm done talking about this with you right now." And they I, they realized at that point, I think that this was serious to me. This was not just um me playing around or or talking about things I don't believe in. I think they just, I think at that point, they kind of figured it out. Um. And I, I don't know for sure, but I, I know at that point, after that, they never did that again. You know, yeah. they never gave me any problems about it again. And um, I think, you know, it's sad that it had to get to that point, but also it, it's, um, they, they'll they ask me now how everything is going with the show. And, and and so, you know, it's not that that's, I think that with um, these things, you know, people kind of get these ideas from just society in general that all this is just made up or exaggerated. And and so it's not even necessarily any one person's fault in that way. It's just the the world that we've lived in and that is changing, but it is taking time. And I think it's going to take time, but I do think we'll eventually get there, Matt. And I, I, I'm looking forward to getting to that point where everyone can talk about these things without, um, having to go on a podcast, we can just bring these things up with everybody. And I'm looking forward to that day.
1: Yeah. We, we make that joke. Uh, you can't have these conversations around the water cooler at work. Right.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. yeah so yeah. when you, um, that's a good story, James, uh, when you pick things like these, um, like what you want to call people, like I don't like being called like a psychic or a seer or anything like that. I think when you label things, it kind of muddies the water. I kind of consider myself a little bit of everything of that. And the same thing goes for, like, the paranormal, or what we might call the sixth sense, or the shining, or whatever it is that is. The sixth sense kind of lumps it all up into one. It's kind of... I kind of agree with that one. But the thing is, this uh, abilities. We all have our own kind of special, unique ability, a unique uh, aspect of it. And I think it's a natural human ability from birth that um, we, ha- we have it to navigate the spiritual world, the unseen. So we have the physical world, the mundane that every day we re- interact with. And we also have the spiritual world, which is here. Um, and just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. And so I think it's important that we kind of try to use these powers. And if we don't use them, we lose them They're like a skill that we have to develop over time and like if you uh go to the go to the gym a little bit you know you get strong but if you stop going to the gym and stop working out you lose it right you go back to where you were and so I think this um we need to keep practicing it as we go it's an ongoing like a determination thing and a lot of people we don't use it anymore so we we lost it and um, I think that, you know, we got to keep going with it. And so, uh, let's see, so uh, a couple things here. First of all, as when we're kids, we're told over and over again, we're like indoctrined. We're told it's not real, it's fake, it's make-believe. And most of this comes from our parents, so we believe it, we start to believe it. And that's one thing we kind of lose that magic. Another one is, I just want to touch this real quick, because it's not that show, but The things that, um, like things like fluoride in the toothpaste and the water and all this high fructose corn syrup and uh, aspartame in our food and stuff, it's been known, it's facts that it attacks the pineal gland and the pituitary gland in our brains. And those two glands are responsible for these psychic abilities psychic seeing, psychic knowing, psychic, um, you know, the ability to see in that third eye. And the pituitary gland is the gland that connects us to the divine. So the fact that these two glands are being attacked kind of tells me that there's something important there. Anything on that?
0: Yeah, and I definitely think that it's it's an indoctrination. I think also a big part of this, too, is the, the role of popular culture of enter, the entertainment industries in putting out all these stories about these things that People actually experience, but then they put them out as, oh, this is a made-up story. And yet, when you look into some of these stories, these movies or TV shows, some of them are based on real experiences, reported experiences, which I find, I was talking about this in the, the Troubled Minds um, general chat the other day, the, the text channel, about how it seems like these things all come in cycles. And, um, but definitely as kids, you know, it's one thing I've noticed, too, with a lot of these stories. So many of these stories, they revolve around either kids or around people that are a lot older that are not even necessarily um, dying, but just when when they become like, let's say, senior citizens, as the phrase goes, but older. And it just seems like it's when you're closer to that other Mm -hmm. world, whether you just arrived or you're getting ready to head back there and that's, um that's where yeah. i'm going next james <laughs> okay there we go yeah.
1: i just want to throw, i just want to throw that in there to kind of add but uh yeah i think it's uh it's a skill we need to develop and we all have it uh, But okay yeah. so back to kids as kids you're closer to that veil or that other side that we talk about uh before you're born your spirit is in an alternate dimension in the spirit world and then when you incarnate into your when you're born you incarnate into your body Your physical body, we call that the meat suit or meat suit, or I call it the shell. And so, when we're kids, we're closer to that edge. So maybe kids are having paranormal experiences because it's like a bleed-through effect. And now, if we take that theory and apply it to the other, the other uh, spectrum of it, which the end of life is death, there's stories of people on their deathbeds and their physical body is dying. It's sad to talk about, but it's you know inevitable. It's going to happen eventually. But uh, people on their deathbeds are hearing and seeing ghosts or apparitions. And I was fortunate enough, I was, a very, I was like 10 years old when my great-grandfather died. And I got, I got the chance to see him in the hospital before he passed. And I went in there, he was like hooked up to machines. He was dying of old age. And his, you know, his physical body was dying and he was like talking to people that weren't there, like looking at nothing and talking and asking for people that had already passed. And when I was a kid, I I didn't understand that. But as an adult, I'm looking back, I'm thinking maybe he was like already kind of fading into the spirit world. And so what I think is going on here is when your physical body is dying, when you're you're laying on your deathbed and your physical body is perishing your soul knows. And so your spirit kind of leaks out or maybe takes a step. When One foot in the spirit world, one foot in the physical world. And then when you finally do pass, when your physical body dies and you take that last breath, it's a, easy, a graceful transition to step over into the spirit world where your friends and people that have passed and family members are. And so that might explain why so they have this like graceful transition. Your spirit's already kind of moving fo- forward for you into the next uh, part of your, where your journey, where you go. And so what if like when people die suddenly, like in a car accident or get murdered, it's like, boom, all of a sudden, your soul and your body are separated so fast. All of a sudden, you're in the spirit world. Maybe that's why where people get murdered or people have car accidents, there's, uh, these places are haunted because the spirit is stuck. It doesn't know where to, doesn't know where to go, and a lot of times maybe the spirit doesn't even know that they're dead. And uh, I know you this one. Uh, you like this one from Beetlejuice, like spoiler alert on an old movie. But in Beetlejuice, the two characters, the main characters, they die suddenly, and they appear in their house, and it takes them a while. Like the beginning part of the movie for them to even figure out that they're dead. A series of events that has to unfold before they realize that they're dead. So what do you think about that, James? What do you think about that being a cause of hauntings of like murders, places where a lot of murders happen, like prisons or um, like places where there's a lot of car accidents? You think there's something there?
0: Yeah, definitely. It does seem like there are um, reports of of activity in those kind of places where that happened, um, and it, it sometimes it's, and it seems like every, because everyone is different, even the, all those different kinds of, let's say, hauntings are also different, where some of those spirits, they, they um, may not know right away that they've passed, but then they eventually figure it out, and even if they stay there, they stay there to warn other people, hey, this is a dangerous spot. Get out of here. you know, Or they save people or you know stuff like that. So I think that there can be a lot going on there. I think um I think that maybe eventually they do move on because I feel like if they didn't, then we'd have just, just <laughs> all kinds of, you know, th- there'd be a lot more hauntings that we'd be hearing about. Mm-hmm. So um that does give me hope that, you know, they eventually do figure things out. Um so but yeah, and then going back to the 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 person at the, at the end or near the end of their life, There are so many stories of of people who are, um, as they're they're getting ready to pass, they visit other loved ones um, in dreams or just in apparition form. And Mm -hmm. the odd thing about that is that seems to happen anywhere from, in terms of time, anywhere from uh, days before they pass or the day of to, of course, days after they've already passed. So that whole time frame near the end of a a life seems to be there seems to be a connection to that other side there and but that still allows in some cases it seems like anyway again i I never claim to know any of this for sure but it seems like there's so many stories that it points to that being possible
1: yeah and there's another part of that story too is uh people that have what we call ndes or near-death experiences people that have passed and then they're either Resuscitated, brought back to life, with like CPR or something, and when they come back, they have stories of that they're seeing and hearing go, you know, entities there um, waiting for them on the other side, and they were brought back wasn't their time. That's that's interesting too.
0: Yeah, definitely. And in some cases, they even uh, report being in a sort of a waiting room or in like a park where they're visiting with loved ones that have passed and they get told there as well. And that even happens sometimes in, um, in just regular dreams where they'll just be sleeping so hard or maybe even they'll be going through a, some kind of illness and and they'll, they'll they'll visit a loved one that they've really missed and that loved one will, will tell them, Hey, this, you know, it's not, not time yet. But that whole waiting room concept, again, going back to Beetlejuice in a way, is has always been fascinating to me because it just makes me makes me wonder where where are these waiting rooms? or these parks? There are these these. I've even heard of of like arenas, like sports arenas, on the other side being used as like waiting areas. So oh, wow. that's a that's a whole other yeah. It, there's is so much there if you look at all the. If we just keep on... I, I would recommend just... And I'll, I'll, I'll go back to you in a second here, but just keep looking into this at all times, whenever you can, into stories of paranormal experiences, and you will find so many different things. Really, I never get tired of it. I, I, I really don't. So, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, that's great. Uh, so back to as being kids. So when you're a kid, and then around the age of, what, we'll say 10 to 15... Uh, we go through this transition from childhood to adulthood called puberty. And we all went there. You know, your voice changes, start thinking about girls. There's like the physical, the physical changes. Uh, but also there's the inside changes that we don't talk about. And so research shows that a kid, before they go through puberty, their brainwaves are on a different brainwave pattern called theta. And then as adults, we, our brainwaves change. and So theta is the imagination. And as kids, you remember when you were a kid, you didn't care about what people said about you, what people thought about you, or what you had to do the next day. And you know, as adults, we do, and we're constantly thinking about what we, paying bills, all this, the mundane world. So we're not seeing that spiritual world. So as kids, their imagination is is a lot more. And you think about as a kid, you know, when's the last time you ran through the grass barefoot or laid up and looked at the clouds? And when a kid does these things like imagination, like mud pies, or like, uh, you know, a kid, he puts a horse, a stick between his legs with a horse on it. And he's like giddy up and he's like riding the horse. You're laughing, but to that kid, there's a horse he's riding. And another one is uh, like little girls and tea parties. You know, you're laughing because there's no tea in those cups, but to a little girl, there is tea in those cups. Their imagination is letting them see that. And I think maybe that's important to why they have paranormal experiences. So what I'm going with here is, it's important. You might laugh at me, but it's important to just act like a kid sometimes. Go back and do something that you did as a kid or reminds you of your childhood just to try to get back into that imagination and being able to see. Because if you're looking at the world through mundane eyes, you're not going to have a spiritual experience. So I think that it's important for us to think and act like kids every now and then just to, just to bring it back.
0: Anything on that? Yeah, and definitely the amazing thing about kids and, and, and their imagination is I think that can also lead to contact because I've heard a few stories here and there about kids that had what they thought were imaginary friends mm-hmm. only to have other paranormal activity go on around them or in, in a couple of rare stories I've heard about the, the their family members would even see another kid or a person in the area along with the kid or near the kid the child. I, I keep saying kid. Um, and and so it turns out that possibly their imaginary friend wasn't quite completely so imaginary. Um, so that's definitely a part of it. And again, this goes back to, we've talked about this before on my show and on, on Mike's show, Trouble Minds Radio, about wh- where do these ideas come from that that we have? and And whether we're kids or adults, but especially as kids, I think, too. Because we're more open to them. and And maybe they are. Maybe that is part of that imagination is making contact again with other levels or other realms of reality or other even other universes, for all we know who knows uh, that that then we're making contact with other beings there. And again, so much of what we hear in popular culture about the paranormal is, oh, if you're doing that, then you're automatically making contact with just negative all the time. And yes, you have to be careful, but that is not true. You're not always just contacting negative beings. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on, on, on the, uh, the, the childhood aspect of all that, too. Um, just real quick, too, in the chat here, Apoc says maybe the shadow people are just waiting. Yeah, and that could be, too. Maybe that's why they don't ever seem to do anything when people see them. When they're just just staying in a space, they're actually waiting. And somehow we're seeing them while uh-huh. they're in the Southern Realm yeah. waiting. Good stuff. And yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, like I said, make fun of me all you want, but just act like a kid some of these um just thinking about some like fictional characters, why I say like it's you know, act like a kid. You might think I'm crazy, but think about this. Uh, some of my favorite characters, like Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. And like Yoda from Star Wars, these characters they're unique differently. But uh, you know, something they have in common is the way they talk and the way they think about things. They are always they talk like little kids and they act like little kids. They don't care about the past or the future. They're just in the moment. And at first, you meet these characters, they're like these bumbling idiots. But come to find out that. Those are Gandalf and Yoda, they're some of the most powerful characters later on. So I think it's important. People think, oh, this guy, he's weird. He's talking about being a little kid. But, but just try it. And I think it's a, it is important to just try to go back to thinking like a little kid so we can try to, try to like see if these experiences will keep happening to us. Yeah, so yeah I, just want to, I just want to put that on there.
0: Yeah, and if you think about those kind of characters, Yoda or Gandalf, or it may seem like at the at a particular moment, it seems like oh, they're talking nonsense. Yeah. Well, it's only in time later on in the story you realize oh, wait, now now this this thing that they said makes complete sense. Now I understand, you know. Um, so that's a whole aspect, of, and then you and you get that with kids too. They say things and. And maybe they don't necessarily make sense at at one at one point in time. But then, if maybe things will happen, and or you just keep thinking about it, and you realize, oh wait, that no, that does make sense. At least, if nothing else, then from their point of view, you can make sense of these things. And um, so, yeah, no, it's uh, I I'm, I totally agree with you. There, there's um, I don't think you'll find anyone giving you any problems here. Um, <laughs> and if they do, I'll just ban them. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. But um, speaking of banning, there's this uh, guy who put a picture of a shadow figure in here. I might, might ban him. I don't know. We'll see. No, just, just joking again. Hello, Mike. Thank you for being here. And thank you all for being here and listening. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, great, great, uh, great thoughts as always, Matt. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about or?
1: I'm gonna. we're rounding up the half hour and, and that's a good spot. That's a good spot for me to stop. And, uh, I know you got another show, so, uh, I'll go. And, uh, Just putting out some thoughts out there and just talking about this stuff. Like I said, I just want to talk about it with people because it makes people think. Because, you know, I listen to a lot of other people talk and it makes me think about stuff. And it just kind of keeps going, right? So I'm glad we could talk about it. Um, I do want to come back and share some of my experiences. So we'll set up a a date for that here in the future. And uh, uh, thank you guys for listening.
0: Thank you for joining us here, Matt, and uh, appreciate it. Yeah, looking forward to uh, having you back on at some point to uh, talk about your experiences.
1: Yeah, man, thanks for having me on. Um, keep up the good work. Thanks, James.
0: No problem. Thank you. Yeah, so um, I believe that covers everything for tonight. Uh, again, um, I've already gone over the schedule for the week, um, and I, I also will be taking off the last week of the month, uh, just so everyone knows. Uh, for family gatherings and also to work on a, a book I want to uh, have finished. Um, probably not by New Year's, but hopefully by the end of, of January. So, um, thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all tomorrow night on episode 300
1: of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone. Have a great night.